Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Today, Gloria Copeland and Billy Brim reveal that God has poured out His Spirit on the church, God's supernatural body, to demonstrate to the world His miraculous power. Here's Gloria. Hello, everybody. I'm Gloria Copeland, and welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. More more word, different word. Profi uh, prophetic word coming mm -hmm, up today. Mm -hmm. Billy Brim's with us, and she's going to share some things that have been prophesied by the prophets, the the modern day prophets mm -hmm. like Brother Hagen, mm -hmm. Brother Copeland, and uh, so Billy, we want to hear. You know, it's interesting. It's very interesting when you hear what God has to say about our future. Yes, and we're looking forward to it. Yes, and you know, Gloria, there was a time I did not know there was such a thing as prophets in the body of Christ. But there are, of course, yep, Brother Copeland. Yeah. You are married to a prophet. Tell me and, about um, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there, huh? Uh, it's but great. It's amazing. It's wonderful. Great. You all have a wonderful marriage. We I get do. to see We're it a blessed. lot. We're and, blessed. Uh, but, Brother, uh, you know, my grandson is married to your granddaughter, Aubrey. And uh, she tells us, they tell us about you all will get together, you know, for Christmas or something. And... Suddenly oh, the prophet starts to uh, thirty or forty people now. Yeah, starts to uh, prophesy children and grandchildren to his own family. So that's a part of it, and then of course to the family of God. And all of us came in under a prophet, Brother Kenneth e. yes, Hagan. Yes, we did. Thank God. And we're going to read some prophecies that he gave about the times in when, which we live. What's we're looking for now? We're not looking for doom and gloom. We're looking for a glorious church. Yes, amen. Absolutely. Some things changed, I believe, in the recent elections. And we read that yesterday. You can find the beginning of this series somewhere out there. I can't even name all the places you can find it now. It gets me mixed up. Roku, this and that, and this and that, and this and that, and Channel Dish Network, and yeah. all the other TBNs, and the all the others. The Word is out there. When he told Brother Copeland to get on every available voice, he takes it seriously. Yes, he did. So, but we're going to talk about these things which are in our future because they're supernatural. Our God is a supernatural God. Jesus is the supernatural head of the church, and we are the supernatural body of Christ. We're supernatural. We are. We're supernatural we're beings. We're born again spirits. Uh, things got wrong when uh, we got away from that, Gloria. And I'm reminded of a sermon right here that Brother Hagen preached. You, I, I gave you this somewhere down in there. And uh, it's the one that starts with Jeremiah. Jeremiah. I think it's right after this. There it is. Yep, you found it. Mm -hmm. I remember so well when he preached this, Brother Kenneth E. Hagen. If you don't know him, go on YouTube and look up Kenneth E. Hagen. And he used these scriptures, Jeremiah 2, 13. For my people, and of course this is the Old Testament and why they got judged, Israel. My people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, 
and hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. In Israel, they dig these deep cisterns to hold water. It's a dry country, hold rainwater. But if it's broken, it's no good. Now, here the Lord says, I'm a fountain of living water all the time. But you hewed these man-made cisterns Hmm. of broken. You know, water is a type of the spirit, type of the word. So you've substituted. Stagnant. You've got, that's a good word. Not running water. Not, that's good. Not running living waters, but stagnant waters. Mm -hmm. Then Brother Hagin preached this same sermon. The sermon was called Brass for Gold. And this scripture is particularly that one. So Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem and took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He took all. He carried away also the shields of gold, which Solomon had made, instead of which King Rehoboam made shields of brass and committed them to the hands of the chief of the guard that kept the entrance of the king's house. So when this king of Egypt came up and took away the golden vessels that Solomon had made, then the king substituted brass vessels. He made them just the same. They look like just the same, but they're brass. So he substituted Mm -hmm. brass for gold. Mm -hmm. And so that the people wouldn't, you know, oh, the shield is still there. The things are still there, but they're not the pure. Now, I'm thinking about this in the church of the living God. Gloria, we have to be a supernatural being. You do, Billy. And if we're not a supernatural being, I know for sure that the devil, who's after our young people for sure, he's going to show them a lot of copies, copycat power. For instance, now I don't like this, and you might say, oh, she's old-fashioned, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, mocking her off, whatever. The glory of God in the Bible would appear like a mist, like a smoke, and like a cloud. So I don't go for substituting theatrical smoke on a platform. No. For the That's glory of God. Substituting gold for brass. Brass for gold. Or brass for gold. Which yeah. And we've substituted so much brass for gold that our people don't even expect the supernatural when they go mm-hmm. to church. I've heard people from those old time services. My uncle went to them. He said, we couldn't wait to get to church. We had church every night. Church. At, he's talking about those meetings just after Azusa. We had church every night. They'd be to two o'clock in the morning and we'd have to get up early and do our farm chores and all of these things. So they could go to church? Yeah, but we couldn't wait to get to church Mm -hmm. because we knew something's going to happen. Now that's going to happen again. That's going to happen again now. We're going to have the glory of God. We're going to read the prophecies and the things that are coming. Bless the Lord. But we must not do without this glory. We have to be like Moses. And in uh, chapter... 33, uh, 32 and 33 of Exodus. Moses came down from the mountain. I didn't put this in here. We just, I'll just read about it here. He came down from the mountain. They'd built the golden calf. And uh, 
God was just so, you know, he had to intercede. Moses had to intercede for these people. And he did in Exodus 32, 32, he says, 31, Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. Yet now, if you will forgive their sin, and if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book, which you have written. Mm. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever has sinned against me, I'll blot him out of my book. He says, Now therefore go and lead the people, and my angel shall go before you. In verse 34. Now, he said, I will send my angel, look at uh, verse 33, chapter 33, Exodus 33, verse 2. I will send my angel before you to lead you into the promised land. Because he said, if I lead you myself, I'm liable to consume you. Uh So look at the end of verse 3. Lest I consume you on the way. Yeah. But Moses wouldn't go for it. He's not going to go for having a substitute. He's not going to substitute an angel of God for the presence of God. Brass for gold. Brass for gold. He knows better than to accept a substitute. Yes, he does. So down in uh, verse um, 13, or well, verse 12, uh, chapter 33, Exodus, verse 12. Moses said unto the Lord, See thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I might find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, this is God. He changes. Intercession can change God. And God said, my presence shall go with thee. Mm. Yes, amen. And I will give you rest. All right, I'll go. And then Moses said, and we should have as much sense as Moses. He said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. If you don't go with us, we're not going. We should be like that. You know, Jesus talked in the New Testament about those seven churches. And he said, if you don't correct this, I'm taking my lampstand, which was the menorah. Mm -hmm. I'm taking it out from your midst. And that was the Holy Spirit, the the seven-branched Holy Spirit, the menorah. It was the sign of the light of God. If we don't have the glory of God, if we don't have the manifestation of the Spirit of God in our services, we're not much better than a civic organization like the Rotary Club or somebody else that does good things. It's good to feed the poor. That's part of being a Christian. It's good to helping people. That's part of it. But the number one part is you're connected with the head. There's a a Holy Ghost in in a seven-branch menorah in heaven that uh, is, is always before the face of the Lord. And then he, he spoke of that menorah in the book of uh, Revelation. There's a connection between heaven and earth. And he said to those churches, those seven churches, it's better if you don't straighten yourselves out. 
that we take out the lampstand from you so that you don't appear, appear like a false mm. church. If well. you don't have the Holy Ghost manifesting, people should know you don't have the Holy Ghost. They should know that you just give a little talk with so many points and be sure you get out by noon, you know. Now, I know that what's happening at Pastor at your church, EMIC, I know that uh, Brother Pastor George yeah. Pearson's, he's going for the glory. Oh, yeah. And, and all of us now should be going for the glory. And that's what Moses did next. Right next after he said, I'm not going to go up if your presence doesn't go with us. And the New Testament calls them the congregation in the wilderness. If we don't have your presence, I'm not going up. And then he says, oh, I love this verse, verse 16. If your presence doesn't go up with us, Wherein shall it be known that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that you go with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. The only thing that makes us different is the presence of the Lord. That's right. The only thing that makes our churches different, Gloria, is the presence of the Lord. That's he what is. makes us different. He lives us. in us and on us. Yeah. In us and on us. And among us? Among us. In us, on us, among us. <coughs> and we then are different. And Moses knew what he was talking about. He was talking about the glory. The glory of the Lord is the presence of the Lord manifested. So you can see it. Mm -hmm. So Moses said, I beg you, show me your glory. And God said, verse 19, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of Yahweh, Yahweh before thee and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. You can't see my face and live. So he hid Moses in the cliff of the rock mm -hmm. and his glory passed by. The church is now is to be the glorious church. Amen. We're to manifest, we're to have God's glory manifest in us, like you said, upon us, like you said, among us. And when people go to church, there they should see the glory of God. Now we have wonderful prophecies that speak to us about what we're going to now in this hour. And it includes this very Manifestation of the Supernatural. So now from his book, Brother Hagin's book, Plan, Purpose, and Pursuit, he had had a vision in 1988, and Jesus talked to him about us moving into these glorious things. And he told him we had to prepare for it. Prepare for the glory. That's what we're talking about right now. On these two weeks, we're talking about how do we prepare? How do we yield to God for the supernatural in our church and on us individually. So, Brother Hagin says, the things Jesus explained to me in this visitation in 1988 are to help get the body of Christ ready for this next great move of God's Spirit upon the earth. These spiritual truths he taught me are to be a springboard that will spring the body of Christ into a realm of the supernatural in a way and in a place that we've barely seen before. Mm. 
we will pursue his plans, his purposes, and his pursuits. We will pursue his plans and purposes. In the wave of God's blessing that's coming upon the earth, the things that have been manifested occasionally will become commonplace. Yes, Lord. We commonplace. We desire that. With the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, the head of the church, will direct the activities of his body in the world at the last, and he will receive all the praise and the honor and the glory. Yes. We can't go out of here weak and defeated because he must receive praise and honor and glory. Now, Gloria, this one right here I'm going to read. This is the famous one, prophecy about fish in the sea and birds in the sky. Yeah. Commonplace, supernatural. Mm -hmm. He's a supernatural God. We're a supernatural body. So this is the prophecy that Brother Hagin gave um, in 1980. Is this it? Yep, that's it. Praise God. Now, he says that the church is going to experience the greatest move and manifestation of the spirit this world has ever seen. Like standing on a creek bank, we'll go into it. If you give the more earnest heed unto those things which you've heard about faith and those things which you've heard about healing and those things which you've heard about the Holy Spirit and things which you've heard about, now listen to this, angels and the things which you've heard about divine visitations. We're going to be talking this week about angels and divine visitations. For remember that it was prophesied by Joel of old that in the last days, the end of days, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Your young men shall see visions. We're going to be talking about visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Upon my handmaidens, I will pour out my spirit and they will prophesy. This is prophecy we're reading. Praise God. So not only will it be that young men and young women will prophesy, the anointing and the outpouring of the spirit of God shall be great and amazing in these days. Yes, Lord. There shall be visitations of angels. We're going to talk about that. Go down to the next paragraph. So in these days, there shall come a mighty manifestation of the spirit and work of God that shall be uh, and work intended and the work that is intended should be done in the last days shall be accomplished. Yes, amen. It's going to be done. For the time is short and things must be speeded up. You will learn much faster spiritual things than those of yesteryear. You will develop much faster. And it will be so with some that have just virtually matured. It will be like some just mature overnight. Praise. And they shall go forth to speak in the name of the Lord because they'll understand the principles of faith and the principles of the kingdom and the laws of God. They'll operate and minister in that area. Nothing shall be hid from them. Down to the last paragraph. Praise the God. manifestation shall come and the glory of the Lord shall rest upon thee and his glory shall be seen around you. Yes, Lord. And the cloud of God will come and fill the house and yea, it shall seem as the whole building is filled with smoke because you see the glory of God shall be in manifestation. And yea, great shall be the noise thereof of praise and adoration that will go up from his people. It shall be noised abroad and men from afar shall hear of it and shall come and behold it. 
For the Lord shall be in manifestation in those days, in all the ways he's ever manifested himself, both in the Old Covenant and in the New Covenant, plus the multiplying of the Spirit and power of those days. Praise. Now he talks about other things. I'm going to skip on down, Gloria, to the third, this paragraph. Okay. And if it could be told you in a way that you could see it, even with the eyes of your spirit, if it could be displayed at this moment before you in a tangible form that you could see with your physical eye, it would be very difficult for you to believe that which shall come to pass. It would be very difficult for you to accept it. But, now listen to this. As you walk with the Lord, as you prepare your heart, as you feed upon His Word, as you listen to what the Spirit of God says, your heart shall be prepared, and we'll go over these things these weeks. Good, good. And your mind shall be changed until you will flow in the supernaturally as naturally as a bird will fly in the air. In the supernatural as naturally as a bird will fly in the air. We got we grow up, don't we? Yes. Glory, Glory to God. And you will flow in the supernatural as naturally as a fish will swim in the water. It'll be just not normal for us. It'll be normal. And you will flow in the supernatural as naturally as you breathe the very air. You will not be conscious of your faith. You will not be conscious of what's going on around you, but rather you will be more conscious of the Spirit of God. And He will manifest Himself. And He will accomplish that Glory to God. which He desires. That's what we desire, Lord. Manifest Well, you see, these are the last days, and this is the end time. What is done must be done quickly, and it will be done. And the hearts of many will cause to rejoice. Glory to God. So rejoice ye and be glad and praise the Lord and prepare your heart. Praise God. And let Him prepare you for that which He has prepared. Praise God. You shall walk, you shall run, you shall fly. Literally, spiritually speaking, you shall enjoy the fullness of that which is provided for you. Gloria. It will be as natural to us as the air is to a bird and the water is to a fish. Praise God. I know you're going to finish this when we come back. Yes, praise the Lord. Be sure and don't miss any of the broadcast. You don't want to miss. This is good, exciting thing. All right, Billy, Billy and I'll be right back, so don't go away. We're going to have some more. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.